Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. There is creation and there is re-creation. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. There's a particular set of programs on television that I enjoy, the home makeovers. I am fascinated at the way these experts can take a rundown, sometimes dilapidated building and transform it into a masterpiece of beauty and functionality. And then there is a shock and awe that the owners experience when they see the complete transformation. I have to confess, although I know the outcome, because that is why it is made for television, I am doubtful at times, especially when you know how much money they have to work with and the magnitude of the project. But they do it every time, and I'm often left in amazement myself. That is what we're going to talk about this morning, the recreation of the creature that was created, the transformation. We go back to Genesis 1, verses 26 and 27, and here we hear God talking, the Trinity, namely God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Let us make humans in our own image and likeness. God did. In fact, he made the male species and the female species. So does that mean that God looks like what we look like? Head, eyes, head, torso, feet, etc.? I think that it is that and more. He said that this created being would have control over the whole earth. That's power. Well, we know what happened sometime later. Satan visited the people who were created in the image and likeness of God, and he persuaded them to disobey God, which is the first sin in human history. Well, guess what happened? The the creature that God had created in chapter 1, with power and control over the earth, all of that was marred and things were not the same. For one, the human body was now going to die physically. There would be sickness and diseases and all kinds of problems. Also, the earth was cursed and so man lost his total power over the earth. The perfect people became the imperfect, flawed people. We have a problem. How is God going to fix things? One word, Jesus. That is what Jesus came to do, to correct the damage that Satan had done to man and consequently to do a makeover, a transformation. When Jesus died, He made himself the only one who could do a full and complete makeover. There have been numerous other attempts in human history, but they all failed. Even today, some people feel that their education can correct their lives. There are those who think that wealth can change things. Still, there are others who feel that if they migrate to another part of the country or the world, things would get better. Sadly, Education, wealth, migration, and whatever else you try, none of those things can effectively and completely accomplish full restoration. But Jesus can. The first line in the text says, If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. What does that mean? 
The person who accepts the truth that only Jesus can do a full and complete transformation, they are on the right track. When you accept Jesus into your life, when you are born again, you have simply given Jesus carte blanche to do a total makeover. He forgives you of your sins, the things that made us flawed in the first place. He takes it away from our lives. The transformation has taken place. You are now a new creation. That last word is important, central to the process, a new creation. You see, when you're born again, you experience a total transformation. In fact, let me recite the whole text so you can understand what we're dealing with. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Check it out. Who is the best person to do the makeover or the transformation? The one who made you in the first place. That would be Jesus. He knows what you used to be, and he is displeased at what you are at the moment. The old creation has been flawed by sin. So Jesus takes on the assignment and the process begins. You have been fully transformed the minute that you give your life to Jesus. God knows this, and after a while, people around will notice that you have been transformed. But it gets better. The second line in the text says, the old has gone, the new is come. That is most exciting. Jesus did the big thing first. He gave you salvation and he made you over totally. Now for the details, the old has got to go in order for the new to come in. David asked for a new heart and that right there is the key to the whole thing. David acknowledged that the heart is the hub of our lives. If the heart is degenerate, then the whole person is degenerate. That is central. That's a central place for sin in our lives. The heart was flawed and made us such horrible sinners. The Bible says that our hearts were full of evil. Jesus did what David prayed for. He took out the heart of sin and he replaced it with a new heart. This new heart has the opposite of desires. This new heart is going to be effective as a newly born again person starts to see changes in his behavior, his speech, his thoughts. What is happening to me? The old has gone and the new has arrived. Hallelujah. The makeover begins to take effect. In the first season, your behavior starts to change. And over time, Jesus keeps making you a better person. All the sinful things you used to do and say and think gradually are replaced with the desire to do right. That is real transformation. Gradually, as this process of transformation continues, the individual is becoming more and more like Christ. First, there was creation, but that was destroyed by sin. Now there is rebirth, and God makes of you a new creation.